0: Yes, yes, yes. What is up, y'all? Uh, it is an honor to be here. I love being here every time. Welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I'm your host, the Cajun Libertarian. For all of the newcomers who don't know what this is about or who I am, which I hope there's a lot of you, and so uh, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of comments already. Um, Matt Wright. Who made this intro? Uh, Tony Moan made my intro for this show. And already it begins. Ashley says, who cares? We just want to hear from Brian. Nobody said Brian was coming on the show. I said he might. I said I'd ask him to tell us a story. Man, please talk about John McAfee. I made a a meme. Uh, John McAfee probably didn't kill himself. I'd say he did not. And so there's that. I'm sure we'll talk about it though, Corey. (laughs) Great comment. Thank you. Um, Derek, what's good, bud? yeah man Uh, a lot of things are good Uh, a lot of things are not as good but we are going to focus on the things that are which include or primarily include a lot of fun that's what i like to do here uh one of my motives modems of operandi are having fun because i believe that if we have fun on this show then The information flows quite easily, and I plan very much so to continue that trend. Um, I want to have fun here. Uh, I do this a lot, three times, four or five times a week, three interviews, a solo. Yes, Ashley, John did not kill himself. That's a very valid point. I don't know what Sarah's talking about here. Britney Spears is fighting for her freedom. Uh, if you could elaborate, that would be fantastic. I think that's hilarious. And so, let me turn <laughs> let me turn off the comments so I don't get too distracted here. All right. So, Cajun and Libertarian Live. Here we are back again. Uh, Wednesday. Not. Is it Wednesday? I get my days. Yep, it's Wednesday, 6-23. We were supposed to have um, Whitney on tonight, but she is not feeling well. And for very valid reasons that I will not go into. Um, and so I asked her once she told me that she wasn't feeling good. I said, you know what? Nope, I want you at full strength. I want your message to be clear and loud. And uh, I want people to hear and see you as you are normally and that was basically my decision to reschedule and I think for very 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 valid reasons and so uh we're gonna shift gears very last minute gears by the way um <clears throat> I keep saying um 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 it happens so I'm I'm winging it, right? I'm on the fly here, and so we're uh, just kind of going off the cup. Thank you, Sarah Foster, for that link. Anyway, Cajun Libertarian here, Cajun Libertarian live. Uh, love having you here. Love every single guest that is here. Um, Muddy Waters Media on every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and now Sundays with myself and Eskimo Libertarian, uh, the Cajun and Eskimo show from bayous to igloos. If you're not watching that, what are you doing with your life? I mean, what a great show. I'm terrible because this is me right here. What I do, very unorganized. Very unsophisticated. But I like being on the fly. That's my wheelhouse. Uh I'm getting better at being restructured and organized. I promise you. I'm trying. Um, you see the hat here. Whoop, 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 whoop. Cajun libertarian. Uh, there may be look at that. There may be an opportunity here in the very recent or very soon future that I might be auctioning auctioning off this hat. It is the very first piece of merchandise from the Cajun Libertarian brand. So stay stay tuned. (laughs) I really need to turn the comments off. I'm getting so distracted. But that's a good one. I like it. Organized is overrated. Yeah. I agree. Bull Johnson running for Congress. Uh, You should be more organized. Be more organized than myself. And uh, I can't even talk because this is so last minute. It is what it is. But I'm not scared. I like it. Liberty Shamrocker, a.k.a. Connie says, Hey, Connie, love you very much. Thank you for doing all the work that you do in the clubhouse arena. Uh, Not to be taken lightly. Okay. All right. You know what? Eskimo. Which episode? And no. Right off the bat. I don't. I don't know what episode you're talking about, but it doesn't matter because it was not the best. Although you are fantastic and I love you and you are great for joining the Muddy Waters media and being the obvious most professional person there. Other than maybe Brian Lambrick. I don't know. I don't even know if that guy's a part of Muddy Waters. Not sure. Hard agree. Yeah, probably, probably. Kick rocks, actually. Get up out of my comment section. Just kidding. Huge, huge, huge teammate there. Um, All right. Ser- <laughs> I was about to say, seriously getting out of the comments so that I can not be distracted anymore. And there's Thomas Queter. It looks like you don't have a guest. Should have invited me. And no. You have too much attention already. If you had legs that could run, then maybe. For all of you that don't get that joke, that is very offensive. But it is not to Thomas, who does not have functioning legs. And he loves those jokes. As I've been told. So, Ashley... Very good point. Thank you for reminding me. I had to wait for my own damn shirt. That's not a joke. There were customers, which I'm very proud to have. Uh, that got their shirts before I did. Eric Ola uh, was the first one. That's not at all a lie. Quite literally, I had to pay for my own merchandise and wait for my own merchandise. That is how we do things here because we are very honest and we do not play games with people's money. Ha ha ha. That shirt is great. Thank you, Jessica. Yes. A little Cajun spice makes Liberty real nice. So if you want something similar, whoop, I clicked on the wrong thing because I'm unprepared. Uh, I was planning on having a show tonight, and instead I have this, whatever it's called, show. PayPal. (laughs) Like I said, that's not even the right crap. There it is. Libertarian.com, You can have your shirts ordered. Let me move this mic back out of the way so you can see it again. Get your Cajun Libertarian merch at Libertarian.com. Thank you for engaging. Thank you for commenting. Uh, you don't always have to spend your money to spread the message of liberty. A lot of the times... It just takes you hitting the share button, like, comment, share. Uh, We need your help. This is a full onslaught effort, and we need every single person uh, that is willing to put in, at the very least, the groundwork to hit the like and share button, right? And so um, I, I really do kind of loathe all of the promotionals. But they have to be done. PayPal, there it is. CajunLibertyTurning.com There it is. So, with that being said, our first segment is brought to you by Jack Casey, RoyalGreen.com. The worst author you've ever heard of and never heard of. As I am creepily trying to reach around my setup to grab his book that I bought for the sole purpose of trashing his book that I bought. I spent $18 and some change on Amazon. Let me take this off. There it is. See, I do have it. Rollgreen.com. That many pages that I will not read because that's how bad this book is. But, I will use it for something. I don't know what yet, but it's going to happen. My wife might read it. I'm very proud of that, by the way, that my wife might read this book. I won't, because then I'll feel terrible for shitting all over his brand. <clears throat> That's how it goes. Book three, Crown by gold. Summer 2021. I don't believe you, Jack. You know what? That that's false advertisement. That guy's been saying I don't even know for how long that he's gonna release the third book of this series, and nobody even knows what the first two are about. And we are Jack Casey. We are. So, royalgreen.com. I have no plans for tonight, in case you didn't notice. I'm watching the viewership kind of drop here in in and out because I am winging it. It's what I do. So, instead of winging it, I will actually ask Brian Lambert to come on. Because he's got great stories. And he can do this much better than I can. One, did Jesus tell him about the Constitution, Cajun? Go in and tell him about the Constitution. I don't know what you're asking there. But I like it. Sarah says, let's read the Constitution now. That sounds very boring. I like it. But that's very boring. Terry Bonin, where are you from? I'm in Lake Charles. My man, you are very, very, very far from me. Uh, even where I graduated high school and was born and raised in South Louisiana, and Baton Rouge, Lake Charles is right there at the border of Texas. Hook up with some of the Texas folk, which I actually have a large Texas following. Um Much closer, much closer there than I am. We can put a Cajun spin on it. Yeah, we can, Sarah. That's always an option. As is this next segment brought to you by Jack Casey, com with incredible stories by Brian Scott Lambrick, who looks like he's froze up down here at the bottom of my screen, drinking tea, but I'm going to bring him on anyway.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't know you wanted me to come on the show now.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't know either. Hey, Cajun, how you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah, I hope so. Other than the tea <laughs> spill there just now.
1: Uh, I was just in the middle of something, doing uh, something, and then there was something, and then I forgot that I was going to be on the show.
0: That sounds like the way and then I you do just appeared on my
1: phone, and I heard my name. How you doing? The yeah, Raging I'm, Cajun Liberty Sensation. I'm glad to be on your show,
0: Mamie. Thank you. No, you shouldn't be. Nope, nope. This I is definitely do, a downgrade for you.
1: I don't generally do podcasts. I avoid them because I am trying. I don't want to become a celebritarian, and I'm trying to avoid that.
0: That seems inevitable. Sorry.
1: Well, Clubhouse certainly isn't helping. How are you doing? What's on what's, what's, what's the agenda for the show tonight? Why am I here talking to you, man? Let's... Let's make some fun happen.
0: You're going to hate me. I have no agenda. I was supposed to have an interview tonight, but uh, Whitney is feeling very under the weather and for very good reasons, and I did not want to pull her on uh, without her being her full-capacity self. And so I decided I am not going to not go live, and we'll just figure it out along the way. So So I'm basically
1: sloppy seconds here Is what you're saying I'm basically the the secondary option here
0: Probably sloppy (laughs) thirds I called Matt first
1: And why didn't Matt come through?
0: Uh, Matt's caught up in some Java uh, Bar stuff Uh, And and let me be clear The Java bar doesn't involve alcohol It is Some sort of variation Of a really bad coffee And so
1: I think that I don't think it's Java, I think it's Kava. That's the stuff he's always drinking. If I remember. I used to sell that
0: stuff years ago. With Tava with the T. Kava with a K. Kava. Kava. Yeah. It's a plant
1: that helps people relax. It was called Kava Kava. You used to be able to buy it in the eighties and nineties. And it would help people relax and slow down and, and ease up. And then there were some people that were taking a lot of it, and they relaxed so much that their heart stopped. So they pulled it off the market for a while in the 90s and 2000s, and now it came back. It's a little more safer, and people have kava drinks. They mix it in different kind of drinks, and there's kava bars you can find in places. I know a little bit about it, but it's not really my thing. But I know of it.
0: Sounds like you know more than me. I just found out a lot about it this week or last Two, considering I just started watching the Muddy Waters media programs when I joined them, full disclosure, I don't watch podcasts. I'm sorry. And apparently I own one, so there's that. But uh, yeah, I did find out about Kava, I am interested. And so, you are sloppy thirds, I guess, even hey, at though
1: least at least I'm in the lineup. <laughs>
0: You know better than that though, Brian I I feel like we're pretty good friends at this point We talk quite habitually Um, I can't thank you enough for being a safety valve And making my show better than what I can do Because I'm still of the opinion that I'm terrible at this The only reason that anybody tries to watch Or suffers through any minute of what I have to say Is because I have great guests on
1: yeah, well your numbers are about to tank after this, so I apologize in advance.
0: Don't apologize. I hope it happens. I've been way too busy. I need something else to do with my life. I'm way and... too busy. I
1: spent six hours today on, on on updating information. Like I didn't even I couldn't even get to the actual work because work got in the way of the work I needed to get done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Like it was right.
1: ridiculous I'm glad I've got people that are helping out. Shout out to Myra. Mateka and Sanj Mohit for helping me get caught up on work yesterday and today. Thank you guys very much for that.
0: I hope they're watching. We'll see. No,
1: but thanks anyway. I'll tell them later to watch.
0: Don't watch. My wife says you're actually number four. I don't know where she gets that number, but I'm going to trust her because I'm terrible at this, and she's not.
1: I am perfectly happy being far down the list.
0: You're not. That was just a joke. (laughs) (laughs) You're always at the top of the list.
1: Well, I'm no. I'm always at the bottom of the clubhouse because my stupid connection keeps throwing me out, and then I have to keep bouncing back into the damn thing. I'm I'm hoping you can hear me well now too. I've like did all this stuff to beef up my connection because I live in Tennessee, and I love Tennessee. Illinois is a living in Illinois is like staying in an abusive relationship. And at some point, you just have to say no more and walk away. And we finally did that last year. And we're in Tennessee, and I love Tennessee. Everything about Tennessee is better. People said uh, the heat, the humidity is going to get to you. No, I'm sorry. I grew up near Lake Michigan, a giant body of water. We have tons of humidity over there. Uh, The food, I absolutely love the food. It's wonderful. I love the culture down here. But cell phone service. Holy fucking shit. I can't stream things when I'm driving on the highway. Sometimes I feel like I'm in a third world country. I'm like, what? If that's th- things that never happen anywhere in the Chicagoland area. Even three hours outside from Chicago, in the middle of farms, I still have signal. Here, I go out to my mailbox, and it just vanishes. It, it's it's something I'm having trouble adjusting to, but we'll figure it out. I'm glad this is working
0: so far. I mean, the signal's working. The show isn't.
1: No, well, that's 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 on us.
0: Take your pick. Yeah. It doesn't matter. How many are glasses of tea are you drinking out of? What the hell?
1: Nothing. I got I my Joe Jorgensen mug, the one I was drinking.
0: Okay, what's with the other mug? What other mug? You just drank out of another
1: mug. Out of another glass. Dude, I have got it- my, this is my, if you haven't seen this, look at this. This is Yeti. This is an awesome... I got this from the Joe campaign for working on it right there. I couldn't have done it, done this without you. It's got Joe's signature. It's really great. I'm always drinking my tea hot or iced tonight. It is ice it's hibiscus. There is no caffeine in it, so I can be relaxed for doing the podcast tonight. We'll
2: right.
0: just, we're just a bypass the other glass or Tupperware or drinking container that you just showed us on screen. And that you refuse to uh, acknowledge. No worries.
1: What's on the topic today? What's on the agenda? I, I don't know what. So what are we doing today?
0: Apparently, you are. You're on the topic. You're on the agenda because so, you so agreed. You agreed to uh, to come in here and and save me from me just rambling on about nothing, which still bothers me that everybody likes to hear. But instead, I'd like to bring Brian Scott Lambrick on and tell us a couple of stories about uh, your experiences with uh, with life and with politics and, and just all the fun that you have with Spike and whoever else. It doesn't matter. But I would like to start uh-huh. with uh, the, the story you were telling me about, oh, God, I don't forget. That's how insignificant it There's was. There's a lot
1: of stories, and the problem with Clubhouse is I'm always telling them over and over again on Clubhouse, and, and I forget who I've told what to. What, what, what do you want to know? Talk to me.
0: I'm still trying to figure it out.
1: Did you take notes? No. What? Oh, I don't know what no. you're reading, then.
0: I'm reading our text message. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't remember if it was in a text message.
0: It might not have been.
1: Let's see. I was talking earlier about campaign stuff. I was talking about
0: 2014 no okay oh i remember tell us about
1: the cash story cash jackson yes okay please you want to talk about quincy
2: because there's
1: there's a lot of stories to cash jackson a lot of people that are watching now probably know who cash jackson is uh cash is a parental rights guy he's a 20-year navy veteran who after 20 years of service uh retired from the navy wanted to be a stay-at-home dad with his wife and kids and uh long story short they had a divorce it was very messy it was ugly And uh, his wife did everything she could to prevent him from being around his children. So he became a very dedicated activist, and he was the Illinois 2018 candidate for governor. And uh, he did a fantastic job. I traveled all over the state with him. I managed uh, his campaign along with the whole statewide campaign of candidates. And Cash, being retired military, he had a lot of time. So I'm like, all right, well, you're going to have a lot of time. I'm going to send you everywhere around the state. I'm going to keep busy. And cash would go everywhere. And being a relatively young guy, I think he was 39, 40 at the time, 38, 39. And he was, you know, relatively in shape. This is the guy that would take his shirt off and run in the 4th of July parade shirtless with a giant American flag over his shoulder. And he's running shirtless. The women are cheering for this guy. People would hand him a beer. They crack open beers They're chugging beer. And then he's running in the parades. A woman handed him an apple pie. And then somebody in the truck, he goes, here, you got to take this apple pie. And he hands this apple pie. Like, what the hell are we doing in this? Who the fuck gave you an apple pie? Somebody throws a football <laughs> to him. And now he's <laughs> running laps around the float in the parade. Yes, yeah, my good guy. We, we did. You'd love him. We did, like, uh, he, you know what? He's from Louisiana, too. He's from northern Louisiana. And now now he's in Arkansas. So he's a southern guy. And, uh, and Cash was phenomenal. He did the work that I asked of him. And uh, one of the things that we did in Illinois that I was very proud of was we got cash into the uh broadcast network debate with his opponents it was the republican governor Bruce Rauner and challenger democrat J.D. Pritzker who's now the governor he won that election and normally as libertarians we get left out of everything and it's been better lately we were just talking on clubhouse about uh um uh Ricky Harrington and uh Donald Rainwater in Indiana and Ricky Harrington down in Arkansas and I believe Ricky Harrington was running for U.S. Senate. Now he's, I believe he's going for governor, which is going to be cool. I want to help out with, with that race if I can. And uh, in Illinois in 2018, we had a wonderful slate of awesome candidates. We had an amazing uh, attorney general candidate, Baba Harsey from southern Illinois. Steve Dutner was secretary of state. Mike Lahaney was treasurer. My wife, Claire Ball, was the comptroller candidate. And this was her second race for comptroller. And then Sanj Mohip was lieutenant governor under Cash Jackson, who was running for governor. And we were doing all the surveys around the state. We traveled to all the different news organizations that invited us. We did everything we could and followed through on everything we promised. And we had a very good reputation. We actually had really good professional photos taken that were published in both the Chicago Sun-Times and the Chicago Tribune. I can't emphasize enough to candidates out there, get both my hands on the screen, enough to candidates out there to please get professional photos, pay the money and do it. Don't have your friend do it on their iPhone. I don't care if you have somebody who does a hobby. Pay the money and get it done professionally. It makes all the difference in the world. So Cash got invited on stage into the network broadcast televised debate. It was NBC downtown Chicago. And we were thrilled. We had a party going on at the Billy Goat Tavern. If anybody knows the Billy Goat Tavern, it was made famous in a 1980 skit on Saturday Night Live. A wonderful place a couple blocks down in, in the River North area. And we were in the NBC Tower. And well, I guess I should talk about this first. So there's, there's two stories here. You're good for the two stories, right? There yeah, um, you go. Are you, are you okay with me giving you two stories here?
0: No, yeah. I mean, it, it, you can do uh, This is the third glass you've drank from.
2: In
1: this the- is my Joe Jorgensen mug. Look at this. I got this from working on the campaign. Isn't that? Look at that. It's a Yeti. It's really cool, man. It keeps cold drinks cold and hot drinks hot. So um so we went down there for the debate and this is the first story i'll tell before i get to the next one uh cash did wonderful in this debate he did phenomenal you can you can see it online you can stream it if you're a libertarian you'll enjoy it because it's nice to watch a libertarian obliterate the republican and democrat consistently throughout the debate and there was a rule that they had where they said, you know, no applause at all because they want to get through the questions. Right. They've only got an hour of broadcast time. So no applause, no nothing. Save the applause till the end. And the audience broke three times for applause. I think laughter once and applause two other times because cash was so good. And all three times they applauded. It was because of cash, basically pointing out the bullcrap that the other two candidates, they're either giving non-answers or they're dancing around and repeating the same things. And he even took a shot at the journalist who was asking silly questions. And he's like, why are we talking about this? And the audience cheered and applauded. It, It was amazing. It was a really good thing. And I was very proud of it. Cash did a wonderful job. The LP of Illinois was very proud. But what most people don't know is before that, we're in the back, right? And I was actually in an elevator with J.B. Pritzker. I had my big black gambler hat on that everybody in Illinois knows. And J.B. asked who I was. He goes, oh, you look like a magician with that hat. I said, no, I'm actually a libertarian and I ain't going to pull a rabbit out of it. And, And then I got to ride in an elevator with a guy who's worth billions. And we got up into the room. And we had two different rooms. Uh, there was a whole gaggle of women in one room that were all, you know, getting excited about uh, Cash going out there. And Cash had his own private room. There was a shower, bathroom, and a couch and everything. And the hallway was filled up with all these people. There was a camera crew, uh, securities out there, and a whole crowd of people. And Cash opens the door. Brian, Brian, get over in here. I'm like, what the fuck? I go in there. And we closed the door and now it's all quiet. The noise is outside. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And I, I'm worried, like, is he getting cold feet? You know, we're, we're going to, it's going to start any minute. What's going on? And he goes, you know how to tie a tie. I'm like, what? No, I don't fucking tie ties. I'm a libertarian. I'm a musician. I'm a, I play music. I jump <laughs> around on stage with a guitar and ripped up torn pants with teddy bears on them. I don't, I, I don't know how to tie a tie. I'm like, you're in the fucking Navy for 20 years. They didn't teach you guys how to tie ties. No, we got to
2: clip <laughs> And we
0: lost him. Yeah, there the it goes. Oh, it was just perfect timing. I promised Brian I wouldn't kick him to the Google log just for fun. But
1: um, his internet kicked him to the Google log does amazing work and i'm like kate get over in here and she comes in hey guys what's going on slam the door you know how to tie a tie no no my husband charles ties his own ties so and, and then you know mr jackson mr jackson we're gonna go on in 10 minutes so now it's like oh fucking shit so now we're pulling out our phones looking up videos how to tie a tie we're holding up the camera and, like, Kate is really short, and Cash is really tall, and she's reaching up, trying to get it tied around his neck, and he's sitting there trying to adjust it. I'm holding up the camera, and I'm pointing it out. We we get it, and it's, like, it's messed up. We undo it, pull it again. The bottom part is flopping out of the top, and it's, like, we can't go on TV with that. We're undoing it. Mr. Jackson, we need you to come on. We're on stage in two minutes. Fucking shit. So now we're, we're racing panic. Um, It's one of those moments that was... Not enjoyable at the moment that we went through it.
2: Right.
1: But it is fun to talk about now that it's over and it wasn't right. really a problem. But uh, yeah, just getting him on that stage and getting under the podium, having him know the information, having him be prepared to talk in front of a camera, to deal with his opponents, being in a debate in front of a large crowd, in front of a million plus viewers on NBC, not a problem. Tying a fucking tie. These are the challenges us libertarians do to ourselves, man. And it's brutal. <laughs> So I told you that story to tell you this one. Perfect. So there were three debates they were going to have. Rauner and Pritzker. They did not like that Cash was in that first one. And they put a stipulation on ABC and CBS for the next two debates that no more third-party people, none of that, were doing it ourselves. We staged a protest outside of the ABC studio, which was downtown, because that one happened like a week later. And that was downtown, so we had a bus of people over there, and we made noise. And, you know, I brought kazoos and just made up made a bunch of mayhem and and caused a ruckus outside the building and uh that was a lot of fun we live streamed we basically kicked off and had fun in a little protest well the third one the one that cbs was going to host was going to be in quincy illinois and they always try to have the debates in central or southern illinois because a lot of people feel that chicago dominates illinois politics and those people are right So they try to throw a bone to the rest of the state to try to have the debates be somewhere in central or southern Illinois. So they went for far western Illinois, the big fatty cancerous part of Illinois that's right along the Mississippi. It's a beautiful town. Beautiful town. Uh, The river is wonderful there. It's called Quincy and it's a small town, but it's big enough for that part of the state. Otherwise, it's very rural there. And same thing on the Iowa side. I think it's Iowa, might be Missouri. And uh and uh, uh, they announced the debate was going to be there. And they said, you know, no, you're not allowed in this one either. You Fuck yourself. So cash is on. <laughs> damn it, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to protest. I'm going to go there all week. And I'm going to lead a protest in front of the damn building. I'm like, all right, go, go figure out what you're going to do. Get down there. I'll figure something out. So he goes down there like five days in advance. He's got people. Uh, he raised a lot of money. He did really well. And he had supporters all over the state. Cash was really popular in and outside of Illinois because of his activism. Uh, he had he had a lot of uh, um, uh, veterans that supported him because he would take on veteran causes. There was actually a, um, a VA hospital down there that had gotten in trouble for some bad stuff that had happened to veterans there. And Cash... Wanted to go in and, uh, you know, check it out and offer some comments on it because, you know, I mean, Cash is a, is a veteran. That's what he wants to do. So he gets down there five days early and I'm, I reach out to the guy who is the producer and I believe it was CBS. I might be wrong, but I, I looked it up and I think it was the CBS station. And the producer said to me in the phone, he's like, look, I can't do anything about it. We can't let cash in. I'm like, you have to do this. This is the way it's supposed to be. Come on. This is a democracy. This is Illinois. And I'm giving him the normal spiel. And he's saying, no, he can't do anything about it. And he's right. It's it's if, if they let cash in there, Rouner or Pritzker, I think it was Pritzker, uh, refused to do the debate. So they're not going to let us in, right? It's not going to happen. If the Republican and Democrat refuse, then there's no debate. So they, they block us. So I reached down. And I scored some interviews. I'm like, well, while Cash is in Quincy, I'm going to put him to work this week, right? So I call up and I get the local uh, three radio stations, uh, WGEM, QCY, and there was a third one I couldn't find. But there were three radio stations that I got interviews scheduled for him on, uh, the, two of the morning talk shows and one that was an uh, afternoon uh, drive home show. And I got two newspapers. Uh, One was the Quincy Herald wig. And I don't know what the other one was. I couldn't find it, but there were two papers. And then there was the other major network in town. I think it was Fox. And I got, the Fox said, yeah, we'd love to have cash on. We'll have them for a whole morning segment. We'll have them on in the morning and do a couple segments with them. And the radio stations were happy. So I had this all scheduled. So I called the guy back a couple days later, which is now three days before the debate. And I said, hey, uh, just want to let you know, Um, I know you're not letting cash on, but I have cash scheduled for, uh, an interview with the Quincy, uh, what was it? The Quincy Herald wig and with, you know, the Quincy times and he's on W G E M W T A D, uh, W Q C Y. He's got these other interviews in town and also he's going to be on the Fox affiliate in town. And the number one thing he's going to complain about is going to be how you guys are leaving him out of the debate, how CBS is not doing their job, how CBS sucks and how you guys are cow to these politicians. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. I'm asking you, please let us in the debate. And the guy says, "Uh, I can't do anything. I can't do anything about it. Let me call you back. Calls me back about 30 minutes later and says, hey, can't get cash in the debate, which I think was on a Thursday. But he says, how about cash comes in the night before on Wednesday? And we give him a whole half hour to himself. We interview him. He can answer all the questions he wants uh, by himself half an hour. And I said, yeah, I'll take that. And you know what? When Cash goes on those three radio stations and the two newspapers and, and, and your, uh, your competitor in town, he's going to promote that interview and talk about how excited he is to go on there and do that. So thank you very much. We made that work. He was happy. I was happy. We both got what we wanted. And I was proud of that. And that's one of the moments where I'm like, wow, damn, this actually feels good to be a campaign manager and pull stuff like that off. So I was very proud. And I think that's a story that you wanted to hear. I don't think we've talked about that. Yet, so. uh, <laughs> I was proud of that. We pulled that off in thank you.
0: I was just about to wonder which cup you were going to pull out. Dude, I've got
1: Uh, my Joe Jorgensen mug. Look at this. It's from Yeti. Can you see that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got her signature right there. Look at that. That's Joe's signature. Yeah. Yeah. Only a handful of us have these cups. Hmm. Okay, so I'm I see wondering, comments coming up. I can't read any of them. I have no idea what's going on. Am I are really? I oh,
0: my God. I'm, I'm over here just trying not to lose it with the comments, dude, while I'm listening to your freaking hilarious story and your 57 different glasses that you're drinking, probably all of the same tea out of. But Joe Jorgensen campaign uh, signature Yeti. That's yeah. the one I can't even keep up with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't even keep up with the comments.
0: I'm over here we just trying not to lose it.
2: I I'm not reading the you comments. Know I have no idea what you're what looking what, at. I can't you, see anything. That's
0: your fault. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit different. That's <laughs> like the fifth damn cup, cup mug I've seen. I can't even talk
1: right right now.
0: What? Uh, I'm glad no, we got, got this out here
1: on my freaking thing. I've been drinking tea all night. I've been trying
0: not to laugh so hard at at your cups and their comments the whole time that you've been talking, just trying not to be disrespectful. (laughs) That's freaking great. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I don't I hope I'm not causing a problem. No, (laughs) this is, uh, it's all off the cuff. Uh, uh, Alan, I guess you can't read the comments. I don't know why, probably because you're, apparently more tech deficient than me, which is very problematic other than your many different styles of cups. Uh, I'm still stuck on fatty cancerous part.
1: Yeah, that's part of Illinois. It's the fatty cancerous (laughs) part. Yeah, Illinois is a very interesting state. Uh, The beautiful, uh, I mean, it's beautiful all across state. I love Chicago. Chicago doesn't love you back. People come to Chicago, uh, you know, they always say, come for the music, the sports and the food. Stay because you got shot. Um, but it's really not. The, the only way you're really going to get shot in Chicago is if you try selling heroin at a discount price at the wrong corner. That's really it. The violence is really that. Used- I've been an Uber driver in the city for five years. I never ran into trouble once because I didn't sell heroin at a discount price at the wrong corner.
0: <laughs> what are you- should you, the, I guess that begs the question, should you sell heroin at the right price? With
2: Well, know, I mean, it's got whatever's you know. going to be a good business practice.
1: You got to think of your customers.
0: Will you sell it out of different mugs like you're drinking out of tonight?
1: Dude, I didn't buy this. I got, this was to me, this was a gift. Joe Jorgensen herself gave this to me in Atlanta, Georgia. Everybody on the campaign got one of these mugs. I didn't pay for this. These These are exclusive. exclusive. You can't find this online.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah. Ashley says, I want to mail you a mug now. What mug would you like, Brian? Can no, come on. I, I,
1: until I manage a campaign for you, you don't have to send me a mug. I'm perfectly fine. I, I that's very nice, very thoughtful. I have plenty of mugs. <laughs> but that's perfectly fine. It's okay. But thank you. You're very sweet.
0: It's just good the one mug, though.
1: No, just, just I made I made some I made some hibiscus tea before I start. I didn't want to have caffeine, but I still want something to give me a little bit of energy and keep me I've got a whole thing of notes here that I've been going through. So I've been trying to make sure that I've got everything over here. I'm staying hydrated and everything. I'm going to be okay. So, you know, just wanted to make sure everything was going to be good.
0: Right. I'm going to hope to drink a bit out of my saints cup that somebody referenced earlier. Uh, yes. I have my saints cup with my diabetic friendly throat, weather. wetter give me talk down. Yeah, uh, it's funny that, that I have the guy. That's
1: a really good cup.
0: I have the uh, entire Saints emblem here, but then they messaged about the Saints mug. I'm actually, it's just uh, uh, sugar free Powerade, but <laughs> oh my God. Um, we're at like 43 minutes, dude. I told you we we're supposed to tell two stories,
2: and Do you, you want one. And now we're
0: way over.
1: Do what? You wanted to hear about Spike? You mentioned I did. About some some Spike stories. Spike Spike was actually in Illinois last year. That's the first time I got to meet Spike. I I worked on his campaign last year and I didn't get to meet Joe or Spike until July. Um, I hadn't met either of them. I had talked to Joe on the phone. What's funny is during the, the campaign for Spike, him and I didn't really talk that much. Now we talk almost every other day just because there's like shit going on. And it's, I mean, they're not all, some conversations are fun. Other conversations are just, um, you know, other conversations are we have to go through all these things and figure out what we're doing. But uh, him and I never really talked during the campaign. He was on a bus. He was busy. And I was, you know, sending out press releases and making phone calls that, you know, on the, which is how I got this Joe Jorgensen mug, by the way, on the campaign.
2: As you can see, it's a Yeti.
1: So when you put hot tea in it, it stays hot. Ice doesn't melt in this. It stays like cold forever. It's really cool. But um, Spike was in Illinois. He did four days over here. And Joe was only in town for a few hours on a Sunday. And then she spent the night and left on Monday. And I was able to get her six radio interviews uh, in Chicago City Market. Which was great, but that was all I could get. I wanted to get her in the Tribune, the Sun I couldn't do it. That was a struggle. Spike, I did get in front of the Tribune, and I'll tell you this little story. We went down to Springfield to do a press conference, and it was Spike and a bunch of other candidates: Bill Redpath, uh, Ian Peak was one of the candidates, Preston Nelson, hmm. Joshua Flynn, may he rest in peace. Uh, there was a lot of great. There was about ten or twelve candidates. I can't remember all of them, and I feel bad that I'm forgetting them. I think uh, I'm, I'm forgetting who else was there, but anyway. So we went to Peoria because I managed to get Spike on the afternoon program. And it was going to be live. In Peoria, there was a party. The Peoria chapter was oh, – Ken Allison was one of the candidates, and he owns a bar in Peoria. And Donnie Henry is the is the chapter
2: chair there. It's a great great active LP chapter. And they had a big party going on online. We had people from other states driving out to meet Spike. And we brought him over to Peoria station. And the guy was all excited to meet him. And yeah, Eugene, and he's you know Eugene came out. Hey, it's great to see you. Got Daniel, Eugene Daniels, and he came out, brought Spike in, brought him up on the stage, sat him at the thing. He goes, "We're gonna do like a seven minute segment, uh, just a couple questions, uh, you know, and and we'll go through it." He goes, "Yeah, sure." And Spike's up there, he's in a
1: suit. You know, I'm I'm behind the camera with his uh, campaign manager Matt Hicks, and he interview he starts the interview and goes, "Hey guys, we're uh, we're here with the Libertarian uh, Party candidate for Vice President, Mr. Skip Cohen." So, Skip, why don't you tell us about what you're doing around the country and what yeah, the business is yes. out of you? And he proceeded to call him Skip throughout the whole interview. And it was hilarious. I, and then I, I tried calling Spike Skip throughout the rest of the uh, week while he was in Illinois, and Spike returned the joke by pretending not to know who I was. So, his was far more successful than mine was. But... Um, but yeah, and then at the end, Spike had to correct him. Like, by the way, my name is Spike Cohen. And this guy's face, like, melted. Like, the camera wasn't on him. It was on Spike. But he looked off camera, and he's like... Like, he felt so horrible for getting a candidate's name wrong, especially a vice presidential candidate on the ballot in all 50 states. He was the nicest guy. He was so apologetic. He couldn't be nicer. Uh, but it was hilarious. that That's Live on the air. You can see this. It's at Peoria <laughs> WMBD. WMBD was the TV station call letters. I don't remember the station name, but I'll never forget the call letters. World's most beautiful drive in Peoria.
2: That's not the story it was, you wanted. Uh, that.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> yes. It's just I'm crying, laughing right now. I, I, I'm having a hard time holding it together. Um,
2: what are you laughing at? The story wasn't that funny. It ain't just you. It is. It is. It is
1: I don't know. What do. I have no idea what's going on. Is he gone? Is he? Hey, how are you doing?
0: You okay, man? All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I that was a little bit of play. I was gonna walk off for real, but I didn't. Um. Brian needs so, a podcast called "Me and My Mugs."
1: I, I don't. There's only one mug that has a story behind it. It's this one. I got this from the Joe Jorgensen campaign. They gave it to all the people that worked on the campaign after it was offered. It's made by Yeti. I, I can't
0: even keep it together here. I'm, just, I'm, cr- I'm literally between the comments and your 57 different mugs i'm just crying I've, I've heard just so y'all know i've heard these stories and um it's it's still that hilarious to me uh the 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 beauty that brian brings to conversation and um had it not been for the request to not kick him to the gulag, I would have done so many times.
1: You wanted me on the show. Know. You can't invite somebody on the show and <laughs> throw them
2: off. I can't.
0: Hear <laughs> Just <you. a> kid. <laughs> <laughs> we did it to Jack Casey many times the other night. <laughs> was Jack actually on your show? A uh, couple of times, yeah.
1: Oh, I missed that. I saw the night. I think Jack was on when you and um Chris were doing the show. Which you and Chris should do that on a more regular basis that's a lot of
0: fun yeah yeah it was a bunch of fun uh we kicked jack to the gulag a few times mid-simmons <laughs> just with the different mugs um so still funny to me i don't know why anyway we're like 50 minutes into this and have gotten nothing accomplished i got people asking me what you think about um uh, mcafee uh, i've got I, comments i haven't even read oh my
1: god i don't have many thoughts on i've never met him uh i don't know much about him i met a lot of the presidential candidates that year gary johnson austin peterson um dr mark allen feldway was actually the one that i i was leaning towards supporting dr mark allen feldway um and then he passed away dr mark allen feldman uh he passed away a few uh, uh i think just like two years later it was shortly afterwards but Gary Johnson ended up getting the nomination. I, uh, McAfee never came out to our state. Uh, I've emailed him a couple times. We've gone back and forth on trying to plan some interviews because I was willing to do some media for him. But, I mean, the guy just gets his own media by being John McAfee. I mean, do you have thoughts on it? Besides, he didn't kill himself. I mean, we're going to Jerry Epstein this one. I don't know what else there is. Did you
0: just say Jerry Epstein?
1: Jerry Epstein, what's his name?
0: It's Jerry Epstein.
1: Jerry, Jeremy it. Epstein. Yeah.
0: That's right, too. Yeah, it's Jeremy. Some people might have called him Jeffrey,
1: but that's cool. Jeffrey. Possibly Jeff.
0: Jeff. Ep- going, yeah, it, it doesn't matter because uh, we're naming this entire episode Brian Emma Muggs.
1: Dude, I've got one mug Just right one. here. It's by Yeti. Just look on. at this. She couldn't have done it without me. I don't have and any other mugs here. <laughs> you would. You literally gave me like a ten minute advance warning. I brushed my hair. I put on a shirt.
2: That's don't, all don't I. You, for.
0: Don't 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 lie to the people here. You were on advance warning weeks ago that if something falls through, you're coming on the show. I would so. never
2: <laughs> lie. <to you.
1: laughs>
0: Except for the Brian and my mugs part, you keep telling everybody just one mug. and your sound sucks again i can't i look in all honesty i can't believe we made it through like 35 minutes of this show without your sound taking a crap
2: is it still doing it
0: now yeah and it's lovely but you know what it's brian and my mugs (laughs) Did you still want me to talk yeah. about that school, or are we done with that? No, we're done. Okay. Let's get out of here. Oh my god, you were hilarious, dude! I still have a lot of work to do. I am I am
2: flooded with work. Spike's coming to get, Michigan this weekend.
0: You got a lot. Of, you got a lot of work to do on your sound quality. I'll tell you that much.
2: I can't do anything about. it. I live in freaking Tennessee. I live. In, uh, I think it's the hospital. <laughs> <Five minutes. laughs> I, I do. Because I've been in other rural, rural parts. Like, my wife goes and does this thing called goat yoga. We drive out to the middle of nowhere, about an hour south of Nashville, and she does yoga with a bunch of baby goats, and my phone's <laughs> <laughs> out. i single. But then cute. I'm home, I and can't, I can't do it. You never come back at the show. I'm on the phone trying to talk to a radio host <laughs> to book an interview, and it's crapping out of the goat, <laughs> yoga, <I> can sell <laughs> it's goat yoga. It's goat
0: yoga. Did you say goat yoga? I swear to god, you please some, to go That's enough for me. Yeah,
2: just goat yoga. it's, it's a thing. <laughs>
0: this is goat yoga. All right. We're, uh, okay. Um that's the new name of the show then. Eskimo. I hope you're happy. It is Brian and Goat Yoga time. I mean, I don't know the goat yoga, I just got a bunch. I can't even hear you right now Your sound sucks so bad But I heard goat yoga And that's what matters <laughs>
2: I don't know why you're trying, trying to tell you It's really important for you to understand that <laughs> Oh my god you know, Okay All right. You know, myself last week, Chris was at least kind enough to fall of his chair three times. I kept seeing Chris fall off camera. Chris kept falling off camera every time during that interview. It's just even I'm funnier than your sound's terrible. I, off at, uh, <laughs> I, don't know.
0: I don't know how it's even funnier when your sound's terrible. It usually comes back.
2: It's not coming back. No. Well, that sucks.
0: Sounds like he's on a jailhouse phone.
2: I'm living in a rental place in Tennessee, so it's about the same.
0: One alcoholic drink, one caffeinated drink, one water. Am I right? Would I see a fourth cup? Wait, I see a fourth cup. I didn't right am <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sorry that Brian doesn't drink. Uh,
2: No, I I don't drink. I don't drink any alcohol. I'm dreadfully boring in that way.
0: I'll go with the rest of it, Jack, Casey. com. But, um... I I would like to add a... Are you you ready to wrap up the show? I've been ready. It's just so fun. Goat's milk. Right? We're talking about goat yoga, so one of them has to be goat's milk. Well, I have have a lot
2: lot of goat cheese. There's really good goat cheese you can find out here. It's great stuff.
0: Now that I've got my composure back, I am sorry I lost it there through pretty much two-thirds of the show because of your comments, unpreparedness, and Brian Scott Lambert being Brian Scott Lambert
2: I had notes. I was ready to go.
0: Your your whiffy and your sound was not prepared.
2: Well, that has not. I can't do anything about that. I'm sorry, but I'm ready. to edit If you need me for anything else, if my sound's not coming back and fixing itself, I can bid you and do. I feel bad if I'm going to be damaging the rest of the podcast.
0: Wait, the rest of it. The podcast was damaged from the gate because I decided to do it with no preparations and I'm totally joking because I really hope Whitney doesn't watch this show. <laughs> uh, it, I told her, I was like, Oh no way. Trust me. I have backups. I've got all of this ready to go. And uh, yeah, I did not, but that's how I like the roll folks. You know how I do. Uh, yeah. We're going to wrap this up because we're at an hour and my eyeballs are floating with urine, or in urine, because I've been laughing so hard and trying not to lose my cool on camera, which I probably did not do a good job of. And that's okay, because Brian Scott Lambert is one of the best storytellers I've ever heard in my life. And he only has one mug, Joe Jorgensen 2020. It's a
1: great mug. Look at this. And it's this made by signature. Yeti.
0: It's a classic. It's made by Yeti. I have a Saint's Cup. It is not made by Yeti. But I do have a Yeti coffee mug that I drink from every day, all day. Uh, I just cannot have caffeine after five or else I will not be able to sleep. Not to That's say that you're I, having I drink
1: tea I only don't, drink tea. I don't touch coffee. I don't trust myself on coffee. And I gave up sugar eight years ago, so I don't really eat sugar. Unless I have a cheat day.
0: It makes I fun. love tea actually love tea very much. Goat Cheese Caucus. Brian, hmm? are you the admin of said caucus now? I,
1: I'm not the admin.
0: Sold! Goat Cheese Caucus, presented to you by Brian Scott Lambrick. I and will not Jack be Casey. part
1: of any caucus.
0: Except anybody
1: tries me. to add me on something, they can suck my caucus. I am not joining any caucus. <laughs> I want nothing to do with any kind of factionalized bullshit or whatever stupid thing people trying to
2: create. No, won't
1: even do it.
0: You want to tell a story real quick? Give us five minutes. You just minutes.
2: wanted me to not tell a story.
0: I but I got to pee so bad. So are you going to leave and I'm just yeah. going
2: to sit here? Yeah,
0: just tell and a story drink my quick. tea? Five minutes. I got to pee. Five minutes.
2: This is why I don't do... I don't... Oh, my God. Were you guys counting? I had, like, ten minutes to prepare. So, um... I'm trying to think what kind of story that I can tell... (laughs) In Mississippi this week, or in a couple weeks, we're going to be going down there. There's going to be a whole group of people. Actually, let me not go in that direction. Let me go in a different direction. Uh, how many people out here got to see Squeaker Joe when they were on the campaign? Anybody get to go out and see them at any of the uh, events? Uh, they were everywhere. They were in 48 states. The only states they didn't go to were Hawaii and Wyoming, of all places. <clears throat> but they up 48 states. And it's funny because there are little stories in all of them. Uh, Many of them great, many of them small. We figured out some really interesting uh, techniques and tactics to try to get some media for them. Uh, Anybody here know who
1: Dolph Ziggler is? He's a WWE uh, wrestler. He's a a former champion. I think he's a two-time champion, world champion, and uh, intercontinental (laughs) champion. He's been around for, I don't know, eight, nine years. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, uh, Jess Mears was looking through the Twitter account and found that that, that Dolph Ziggler was following... The LP Twitter account, the national. So she went through trying to find celebrities out there that were actually following us. And we found him and we reached out to him, got a hold, said, hey, uh, Spike Cohen's going to be in Phoenix this day. And rumor is you live in Phoenix. Would you like to meet Spike Cohen? And he said, absolutely. Yeah. And they hung out for about an hour. They did a live stream on his on his Instagram account. Which is really cool. It was one of the t- uh, tactics we were doing to try to just get libertarianism in front of other audiences. Hopefully, some wrestling fans got to see it and hear one of their favorite wrestlers talk about politics, talk about independence and self ownership and all that kind of thing. And then, hey, here's the vice presidential candidate, Spike Cohen. He can answer all your questions. It was really cool. But we found little ways to do things like that in every different city. And if we could find a celebrity somewhere that we could, you know, uh, you know, arrange something with who would do it, it was really cool. And I like that. You're back. What's going on? <laughs> i mean I have a bunch of little stories I'm hanging on to I'm just trickling them out until you eventually hit the end button hey,
0: are you i I left goat yoga rolling at the bottom of the screen just for everybody's entertainment you've never
1: heard of goat yoga yeah it's literally, it's literally and it's almost all women it's you go there and it's just a bunch of women that are doing yoga but baby goats are jumping on them and they're jumping and leaping, and it's actually really like it looks like a stupid excuse to play with baby goats. And the baby goats are in costumes, and it's all Ehh. and these chicks love it; they they eat it up. But um, I mean, when girls are doing like these back bends and all these like you know uncomfortable looking positions, and then a goat jumps on them, it kind of forces you to use your stabilizer muscles. It's um it's not easy. A lot of women would just top, a goat jumps on them and they just topple over in a position that they're in. So can you,
0: can you really not see the
1: comments? I'm not looking at the comments. I think I see Jack Casey in the corner it says cup 7. But I don't I don't know what he's talking about. I see goat yoga scrolling at the bottom. I I don't re- if I start Good reading rough. I'm going to lose train of thought. I'm going to lose my distraction. I have severe ADHD and and I have to, you know, focus and pay attention. I'm looking at the camera. I like looking at the audience. And I'm not looking at the Fair comments, because you watch the whole stream as it goes down. My computer shut off. I'm not looking at the comments.
0: Instead of goat yoga, how about goats and yoga, apparently, by Dalton Matthews?
1: I mean, if you're going to do yoga and there's goats there, it's going to be goats and yoga or goat yoga. Either way, goat and a yoga thing are going to become one.
0: Does it get weird?
1: No. I mean, it's, it's weird from the minute you show up. But, you know, after that point, the shock value goes off and then you're playing with goats. And I was there to take pictures of, like, Claire and some of the girlfriends that we would go with. And then other women are like, they see me taking photos of them with the goats. Do you mind taking pictures of us? So now, like, I'm walking around with all these other women's cameras taking pictures of them and, and doing yoga poses, which would be creepy if it wasn't for the fact it's their damn phones and they're asking me. But because I'm because guys don't want to show up to this. Well, I don't mind going Claire's there. I'm going to go hang out or goat yoga. I'm not (laughs) doing it myself. I have lower back issues. So I try to not. uh, I try to not. I I won't do goat yoga. I do yoga. But I have to like control it because I have a lot of
2: injuries.
1: I think
0: this. I think this comment is honest. And oh my God, I'm dying laughing. I should do this stuff live. What comment? I thought you were saying goat yogurt.
1: Well, I mean, that's another thing, too. But you don't take pictures of women in a farm doing goat yogurt. I mean, you could. That might be a different kind of film you're watching.
0: I think we need a podcast. I think we need a show called Goat Yogurt with Brian Lambert.
1: I'm not doing a podcast. I'm The fact that you got me to do this one. I told Chris Darnell I would go on his in a few weeks. That's That's probably going to be it. It's like... Like I don't drink coffee. I don't drink alcohol. I don't eat sugar, uh, but I try to enjoy one or two cigars a year, and that's about the same way with podcasts. It's probably going to be two podcasts this year, and that'll be it. So,
0: Other than the one that you come on with me every freaking Monday after the Tunica event.
1: What's that? You mean Clubhouse?
2: Hmm.
0: No. We talked about this, Brian. But you're so busy, I understand. Uh, uh, I'm reshifting my schedule After the Tunica event, uh, I will not be doing three live interviews a week. Um, Although it's worked out great. I mean, it's been incredible. But uh, on Mondays, I will do a solo show. On Wednesdays, I will do an interview. And then on Fridays, I will do the Cajun and Eskimo show. However, starting July 12th, which you have already agreed to, is to come on and do exactly ten minutes of Brian story time. Every month,
1: I'll I'll find a story. I've got a million of them. The worst thing about all my best stories is I can't tell them publicly. I can't tell them publicly where they're on record. I have to like be sitting around a fire pit with like six people and then tell us. And you'll you'll your insides will hurt. I mean, I've got some stories you wouldn't freaking believe. And of just the amazing stupidity of libertarians. Honestly, that, that's exactly why this can't go public either, because the best stories are libertarians doing stupid things, which should be its own show. Um, but yeah, uh, hanging around a fire pit. I'm going to be doing that when I'm in Illinois in a few weeks. I'm going to be hanging out at Julian Bill's house, telling stories that I can't tell publicly on a podcast because everybody's going to want to hear it.
0: So yeah, we, re- we need to rename the segment Fireside Chat. I can't do it publicly.
1: I have to behave if I still want to be important and liked by libertarians.
0: (laughs) Are you important and are you liked? No.
1: I'm hanging on by a thread.
0: (laughs) It's such a lie. It's such a lie. Dude, you are freaking liked and loved unanimously. You are incredibly important. You are a master uh, behind the scenes and you deserve the celebritarian status that your seven cups are quite earnestly trying to avoid that one too.
1: Uh, is, no, it's Yeti.
0: Let me take the goat yoga off. Sorry. That's going to keep killing
1: distracting me. you. Yes. You're very kind. I like working behind the scenes. I don't Somebody was asking me the other day for my opinion. I mean, I can make libertarian arguments. I I can do that. Um, uh, I'm actually going on Bruce Dumont's uh, program when I go up there, because the 4th of July is on a Sunday, so he's going to pre-record it Friday morning, and I'm going to go in the studio with him. And I don't know if I'm doing one hour or two hours, but I'm going to be on his uh, program. It's syndicated radio, and it's television in Chicago. So uh, we're going to sit there, and we're going to go over whatever the hell the shit is for the week. And I can do that, but... I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I am the person that would rather show up at a train station with four clipboards and walk away with a hundred signatures. You know, it's just, I just, I work, I do libertarianism differently. I like being a ground, a ground game person. Uh, apparently there's some, there's some candidates out in Memphis here in Tennessee that are uh, six or seven. I'm only, I only know the one, but apparently there's uh, like half a dozen of them that are running. And I'm going to try to connect with those guys out there and get some signatures for them, help them get on the ballot. Cause they're going to need some help out there. And, it's been a struggle in Tennessee, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can help those guys out and do some ground game work. That's the stuff I like doing. That's fun stuff. Campaign management is fun. It's organization. It's it's good stuff.
0: Tennessee is extraordinarily um, lucky to have you.
1: They and don't sure as hell feel that way, Casey. I wasn't
0: I wasn't gonna say that, <laughs> but I'm glad that you did. They don't
2: feel very
1: lucky.
0: So, it's, no, no. Well, about that, if you're in the Tennessee Libertarian <laughs> Party and you're watching this show, and your name is you, not If you're in the Tennessee
1: Park, you shut it off an hour ago
2: is what you did.
0: Well, that's their fault. <laughs> so, Ashley says, we'll take you in Texas. Well, actually, well, we'll take you in Texas. I can imagine so. I'll take you in Mississippi. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll,
1: I'll go to Texas with Ashley.
0: I can imagine there's 40-plus states that would love to have you promoting libertarianism in their local community because you are an absolute Because
1: I'm only banned in 10. So that actually, hopefully that lines up. Well,
0: I hate math, but we'll take 30 plus States. Then why are you banned? No, don't say that. We're with hour and 10 minutes here. This was supposed to be a 30 minute. uh, See, this is why I'm telling you when you do story time on my show. Oh wait, we, we renamed it. Didn't we? Uh, Whatever. I don't know. I already forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting you on a timer. I don't know why.
2: Whenever you're ready to end the show, man, go ahead.
0: Anyway. Yes, when you come on the show every Monday after uh, starting July 12th to do story time with Brian. Fireside chat with Brian Lambrick is what we're going to name that. I'm going to put you on a timer. You have 10 minutes. That's way
1: too close to FDR for my personal comfort level, but we'll do it. We'll roll with it.
0: Oh, I hate that then. That's like the, that's my least favorite president. I try not to hate anybody. Uh, Woodrow Wilson and FDR are my least favorite politicians. So
1: I'll
2: drink to that.
0: Which cup? This is my Joe Jorgensen company. Is it? it, it okay. In all honesty, Joe gave this to
1: me herself in Atlanta, Georgia. Is a gift. You can't are, buy these anywhere.
0: Are you drinking the same tea from every mug? Can we ask that? I've Can been drinking it,
1: the same tea all night.
0: <laughs> Campfire Stories with Brian, Dalton <laughs> says.
1: That's better because that means there's probably going to be food involved and that'll make me happy.
0: Oh, that reminds me too, by the way. Um, how much breakfast are you cooking me in Tunica?
1: Are we going to get to cook? Cu- I'll cook if we're able to cook, but I don't think, like, usually when, when I go to do libertarian things around the country, if we stay in an Airbnb and if I'm driving out there, I bring a box. Of, I bring my own chef knives. I bring some pots and pans that I trust. And I bring my own seasoning and spices. But when it's a hotel, it's like, if there's no kitchen I can use, I can't cook anything. But I don't think we're staying in an Airbnb. I don't think no, so,
0: right? No, no. We're staying at the Horseshoe Hotel Casino. Yeah. Uh, but Which means that's... we're going to be
1: eating hotel food. Which I'm, good we... for, I'm game for leaving and finding good food somewhere in town.
0: Why don't we just go start a fire in the yard and you cook me something?
1: If they would let us do that, I can make bacon and eggs. I've I've cooked bacon and eggs on the edge of a cliff in the Smoky Mountains.
0: What do you mean? The if they let us, are, we, are are we libertarians or not?
1: There's no letting. We just do. Well, yeah, but then you, we can be libertarians cooking breakfast on a fire, and we can be libertarians getting our mugshot taken as the police in tunica take us into the freaking station. So it will be. Like, that I mean, that's still a good time. Really, it doesn't bother
0: me. I that will be like my eighth mugshot, so we're good with that. Jack Casey says... I'm good with mugshots. Sorry, what? Uh, Jack Casey says, suck my caucus. And on that note, we're leaving. <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> suck my caucus. <laughs> oh, no. Jack Casey said it. Royalgreen.com! If you don't have anything to stand on while you take a leak or you need your toddler to stand up on something to prop his butthole into the toilet seat, you can always use the royalgreen.com Novel uh, right there. Here it is. I have mine. I'll never read it. But I have it. Look how many pages there are. There's no way he wrote all that. Your friendly neighborhood mermail, Wallgreen.com, Jack Casey. Uh suck my caucus. And that's how we will leave this show. If Brian, that's
1: okay with you. I'm fine. <laughs> you, I'm
2: not you, know, sure what else I you want
0: I thought, I thought I'd thought i be more interactive in this I, I really oh. did I, you know we talk so much I'm like you know there, there's no way this isn't going to be a good conversation it's going to be fun and um, yeah that was not the case I lost it you pulled out 54 different mugs I'm thinking all with the same terrible tea Jojo 2020 in the Yeti with the brian down to the gulag i love you very much my friend i'll see you tomorrow take care to the gulag with brian lambert (laughs) i look in all honesty i really did think i would be able to hold it together i didn't think that even holding it i didn't give it a second thought you know i hear these stories i talk to brian every day um between your comments and Brian's narration of these stories, and him picking up 15 different glasses of whatever tea he's drinking, I'm very curious to find out. Um, James Reynolds says, freaking hilarious, guys. I have to concur. I am sorry for not being a better host tonight. Um, I, I'm really usually good on the fly. Liberty Shamrocker, aka God, This is a great show, guys. Thank you very much. Um, I don't know what it is. That guy just ticks some sort of uh comical nerve in my freaking brain. And um, yeah, great. Dude is great. He deserves all the credit. Okay, so let me let me let me let me resurface here. Brian Lamarck is a fantastic human being. He's a fantastic libertarian. He's a fantastic and phenomenal advocate and, uh, <clears throat> activist for our movement. Somebody who, uh, is very much behind the scenes and very much needs to be a household name in the libertarian community. Um, if you can't tell the dude is uh, extraordinarily intelligent, he's very articulate, he's hilarious He's full of experience and, and comedy and, and just a spirit that brings something that this party in this movement needs. Now, we just had this phenomenally hilarious podcast, and I'm still like leaking water out of my eyes that I can't get rid of. Um, I'm sorry. Like, this happens to me often, almost every show, because I got these lights in front of me I'm not used to, and they just blare me. And so I'm always looking like I'm crying and squinty-eyed. Um. And there's Brian in the comments. And he misspelled. Oh, my God. Yes. Right now, in whatever that says, looking to buy property soon. He's looking. Thank you for that opportunity as I'm blasting to everyone across the country right now that hundreds and probably thousands of people are going to see that you are a very brilliant and remarkable human being. And yet you can't proofread perfect to the gulag. He isn't wrong about that. So if you're in Tennessee, uh, the housing bubble is hell. They are uh, very much so struggling over there. Um, big time Ray Arnold Cajun libertarian. I love that you bring on all this lib, all these libertarians. Thanks for your work, man. Look, thank you. I have told, excuse me. I have told many, 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 many people behind the scenes that, (laughs) um, I feel like this is an elected position. Uh, I didn't ask for this. Uh, I, I don't take it lightly and thank you for putting me in this position because a lot of people try podcasts, especially the oversaturated market of libertarian community and um, most don't succeed, probably 99%. And so to have this show and to be this far and to have people like Spike and Brian and um, Donald Rainwater, Larry Sharp, I I do this all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this in the list off names because I don't want to offend anybody. Um, and so please don't take that person. I'm t- I, literally every guest, all these state chairs, uh, people running for Congress, people running for Senate, all over the country, all over the world. I get people in my comment section, some I mean, of y'all see that. Like, hi from the UK, hi from Australia, hi from Africa, hi from South America. This is international, and I don't take any of this lightly. We do have to have some fun. Uh, I, I put a paramount on the fun part um, because, the, as you see, with as remarkable and articulate and colorful and animated as Brian is, his stories are hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing between the stories and your comments. But the fact of the matter is, is that the content is still extraordinarily important. What an incredible activist. What an incredible human being. Uh, Brian, I truly do love you, and I thank you for all of your help. Uh, for those of you that don't know, you will know right now. Brian has helped me tremendously in many 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 areas of this adventure and you can see why uh, this is probably outside of your support that's watching this show commenting commenting on my page sharing the content <clears throat>
2: um,
0: the <clears throat> excuse me the handful of people working behind the scenes are just way more important than me <clears throat> I'm just up here to give you. Uh, somewhat of a pretty face with a very fantastic beard, which I take no credit for because I was born this way. Um, And just a voice that's pretty much most of the time very gravelly and constantly you hearing me say, excuse me for having to clear my throat. And so most of the credit, 99% of the credit goes behind the scenes of the people that you don't hear about. So when you're looking at Spike, when you're looking at uh, Larry Sharp and, and and Donald Rainwater and every celebritarian that's out there, please understand that this is a team effort. We are all working very much behind the scenes with each other. There's a handful of us that get the opportunity to look like we're actually cool and smart and intelligent and know what we're talking about. But the fact of the matter is, is that, There's a thousand people to the one Cajun libertarian that you don't see that are vastly more important, that are vastly more informed, that are putting in way more work than sitting here five nights a week or five times a week talking on the internet and having the luxury of being the front man for the operation. And I can't think, I can't thank people like Brian and Caitlin Cloven and my team, uh, specifically my wife, first and foremost, about the work that they put in and the sacrifice that they give to this movement for us to get on here on a last minute improvisation show like this and just goof off and have fun and laugh until I'm literally crying and can't hold myself together the entire time and then walk off in the middle of it to go pee real story. So thank you very much. Um, There's still so many comments rolling in. Thank you, Mikey. My God. To the gulag if you put pineapple on pizza. To the gulag if you put mustard on pineapple or mustard on pizza. Um, James Reynolds says, we like real and humble. Thank you, my friend. I, too, like real and humble, and that's why I am as authentic as I hope to be as genuine and honest and transparent. I tried to give you that. Uh, none of this is a show for me. This is just me being very real and very faulty on camera almost every night right here in front of you live in, in most of the time that's hundreds of people and thousands of people. And I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Uh, I tried to be real and humble as much as humanly possible and transparent and give you the real me and bring on the people that are doing phenomenal things, not just behind the scenes out in front, but I love giving the people behind the scenes, all the credit and shouts in the world because uh, it's, it's very deserved. And um, I don't feel like I deserve to be here in this position. Um, but I'm here. And so we're we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna we're gonna utilize every effort, every effort, every avenue. Um Alan says, learning a lot here, dude. Bruh, my, me too. Me too. Every time I get on this camera, I learn. That's why I have all these people on. I, and for those of you just now tuning in. Um, I've said this a lot. I don't have the answers. I know very little about policy and legislature or leg- legislation, all of that, right? Um, I bring these people on so that I can learn. And I know that they're absolutely gangsters and winners. <coughs> and I would not have it any way else. And there we are again with the excuse me in the coffin. And that's my cue. Uh, I imagine that Connie will probably kick me out of here anyway because I have a time limit on these things and it shows. So, thank you. I love every one of y'all very, very much. Uh, I will see you again Friday night, same Cajun time, same Cajun channel. I love you. I'm out.
2: Worldgreen.com! Jack Casey, your friendly neighborhood Mermail. Love you, I'm out.